Welcome to the Nehemiah Entrepreneurship Community Podcast. I'm your host, Patrice Saguet. I'm here today with my good friend, Mr. Steven. How are you, sir? <laughs> I'm doing uh, fantastic. How are you? I'm well, thank you. So well, Steven Chartier is the founder and is it CEO? Is that, do I have that right? And, and CEO of Good Soil Partners. That's right. Um, which is an organization based in the U.S., but whose work is in Africa. A, 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 a U.S. mission completely set up for one single objective. I would say minimize or eradicate poverty through entrepreneurship and education in mm -hmm. Africa, beginning with Malawi. Did I say it right? You did. Oh, awesome. And so we want to just talk about his journey. Uh, uh, about a year, I think about a year or two ago, um, Stephen reached out to us to partner with us, where now biblical entrepreneurship is part of his curriculum. And Good Soil Partners, as it's opened its, uh, its center in Malawi, has, has embraced the e-community center model as part of its strategy. So I want to kind of talk to you a bit about today about kind of where this whole thing began, what impact is looking to make in Malawi and eventually Africa, and how we're working together. Uh, just to give you a heads up, uh, Stephen, this may be a, a, a one of two uh, podcasts uh, because I like to take my time and really get into the story. So thank you for being with us here today, Stephen. You're welcome. No, I'm, it's a pleasure. Well, um, so Stephen, so let's take us a little bit back. Um, you and your wife, how did you guys, uh, first of all, how did you guys get involved in Africa, even before Good Soul Partners? Uh, because you were a business, well, let's even take it a little bit back. You are an entrepreneur. You're a business owner. That's right. And so you were, tell us about your business that you own, that you eventually sold, and how that journey was like before we even get into Africa. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that goes back to um, the uh, early 1980s. Uh, I think it was 1983 when I graduated high school and I, uh, I took a job uh, as a carpet installer. So, um, but before they would put me out into the carpet installation business, they actually said um, I needed to work inside the warehouse. And, um, and probably after about three months, I worked inside their warehouse. I said, well, you know, if this isn't going to move any further beyond this warehouse, you know, uh, gig, then I need something different inside my, uh, my, my life. I need to work towards something. And, um, it wasn't. It was shortly thereafter that uh, an uncle that was in the plumbing and heating business um, called me up and said, "Hey, I've got an apprentice job here. Uh, if you want to become an apprentice plumber." So I said, "Sure, I'd love to do that." And so I, uh, so there I went off off and uh, started working as an apprentice plumber and uh, learning the trade and uh, became licensed about four years or so after that. Um, so that was maybe around 1986, 1987. And, um, and then, uh, shortly there, probably after I got my license, maybe within a year, I said, went to him and said, you know what, I, I, I think this is a great business. Um, and, uh, but I've got a vision for maybe a different type of business. And I had a couple of brothers that, uh, felt the same way. And so off we went into our entrepreneurial <laughs> journey. And so, uh, Without any any money, without any uh, vehicles, without any tools, other than a couple of tools that we owned ourselves, um, we jumped into business and uh, 
Wow. So when you say we, did you have other partners with you yeah, who actually I, had I, ownership I, or? Yeah, I had two brothers at the time that that uh, that were in business. Um, you know, we were in business all together, and uh, that's where we started up our our business. And and we and these are blood brothers. They're blood brothers. Yeah, yeah. So there was five boys in our family, wow. and uh, all five boys became plumbers. Oh my goodness! <laughs> um, you know, for those watching from around the around the world. You know, uh, you, Stephen, you can concur this. I mean, in the U.S., when it comes to things like installation, plumbing, right. what what we call in the U.S. a blue collar. That's right. I mean, there's a high demand. It's, it yeah. seems like less and less Americans are going to this space. Could you speak a bit to that? I mean, because when people hear plumbing in other parts of the world, right, it's looked at as like stuff that no one makes money doing. But in the U.S., it's a big deal. Yeah, it's a huge deal. And I'll tell you what, for myself, who I want, I actually wanted to go to college, I wanted to become an accountant. But unfortunately, I didn't have any money to go to college. And so uh, for me, uh, the trades were something that um, I would even say in a lot of ways saved my life. Because, wow. um, you know, we brought up we were very poor, we didn't have any money, we didn't, um, you know, we lived in uh, on within the federal government's uh, assistance programs and stuff when we when we were growing up and lived in the project. So you're not talking about a family that came from any kind of royalty. We actually had zero. And so uh, getting into the trades was a huge, huge deal because, um, you know, at the time, uh, it, it was one way for us to be able to, one, earn uh, better money, but two, have a skill, have a license, have a trade that, um, 